Hello. Hey there. Hi. And welcome to episode <laughs> 147 of Come Get Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm Dustin. I'm Chris. Did you panic <laughs> in the middle of that? Hi. How are we, we doing? <laughs> Look, I'm just enthused. I'm enthused, enthused right now. Well, also, I was looking at my audacity because, like, my clap now is like where we start is really quiet. Like, you you gotta like listen to it first, probably, to realize that that's a clap. Sure. Oh, so it's it's not as prominent no, as it used to be. Nah. So you, so did that. You realizing that while also yes. saying "Hey" was like a "Hey." hey I hope, I, <laughs> like, "Hey, I hope that's okay." <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, but also, it's nice to not see as many peaks and spikes on my audacity. So, I, so listeners, I changed the microphone settings on my side and on a new microphone I'd gotten last month. And uh, heck yeah, man, we're fr- fr- cooking with portals over here. Oh yeah, man. Oh, that's thinking with cake. Ooh, cake. Mm-hmm. Cake. Um, it's it's nice to have uh, to be talking to you. You know, less than what twenty four hours since we saw each other yesterday. Hell yeah! To dinner. Shit, dude, it's less than twelve uh, hours. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah! Had a podcast. That's true. Uh, dinner. Wait. Yeah. It's not less than twelve hours. It's not. That's. I almost said less than twelve hours. Like, oh. wait, we definitely. No, you're right. Did it was. It wasn't. It wasn't almost midnight. I mean, I guess I mean, you're right. Adam, I didn't look at the Adam clock. Adam wanted it to be less than twelve hours. But I think the rest of us were like, bro, I gotta put on fake pants and. I'm <laughs> hey man, I was up pretty early this morning. You gotta shoot your shot. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know. We're out. I mean, I don't know the last time I was actually out on a St. Patrick's Day. Or evening. I don't think I've ever. Moment. It's been a minute. I don't think I've ever actually gone out to like do St. Patrick's Day. It's I, been I over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, it shouldn't be surprising. I'm not a the biggest bar guy ever, you know. But mm-hmm. no, man, it was it was a great time and uh, love misty boys, uh, missed miss the gals and. Had some mm-hmm. hibachi. Ooh, our, mm-hmm. our probably our collectively favorite place i think so. so yeah dinner and a show some sush some little little sushi here and there uh had the coolest seven-year-old yeah possibly yeah i mean this uh, it was first of all it was a seven-year-old's birthday and she came in i'm just gonna say cosplayed because that's what it is as yeah. wednesday adams that was a, it's, it's a great that was a, <laughs> legit yeah man yeah i was like holy shit she's about it man Mm-hmm. And she was owning it. She was. Called Dustin 70 years old. It was immediately. great. Immediately. Like, immediately. it was her birthday that day, and Dustin's was just the previous day. So yeah. you know yeah. what? Happy hey, birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, My- Colin. <laughs> yes, Colin. Cologne. old men. Yeah, man. <laughs> Welcome. Every year. Colin and I have to wish each other a bir- happy birthday. I love it. I guess it. we don't have to, but we, we do it. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. You don't you don't usually meet too many people that have the exact same birthday as you. No. Yeah. No. It's true. So you gotta take advantage where you where you can. Oh yeah. And then Austin three sixteen basically took it over, so now it's Austin three sixteen day generally. Yeah, fuck your birthdays. You know. You know, it's it's usually Do you chug two beers every birthday and like slam them against <laughs> each other and <laughs> Dustin goes out in his leather uh, vest yep. and speedo, and 
stomps a mud hole, I think is what he says, into something. I don't know what. Dust, I'm going to but... throw this out here. I think you could rock a leather vest. Thank you. And no shirt. <laughs> and no shirt. Exactly like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. That's- Hey man. All right, we're we're done here. Good episode. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where this ends. Um, yeah, dude. No, back back. I I I don't know if I've said that on the podcast before. I like I've I've uh, seen wrestling live, and I want to say the, the yeah the loudest crowd reaction was to Stone Cold Steve Austin back in that. Oh, I believe that Attitude Era. Like it was insane. I've never seen wrestling live. I've never seen WWE live. I saw WCW. When that was uh, a thing. A thing. <laughs> mm. um, I know we talked about it. That I don't. I mean, I don't watch wrestling anymore. Um, no. It still interests me, like the concept of it, and like the you know, because you know, people don't understand wrestling. It's 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 theater basically. You know. It's, yeah. It is what it is, and and it still interests me, and it's still intriguing. But I've never like really gotten into it. Like we have friends that are super into it and talk about, it, and that's. I don't understand most of it, but I'm like, that's that sounds cool. WCW versus NWO on the N64 was a great game. So WC- <laughs> WCW NWO Revenge, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWF SmackDown on PlayStation, the first one. Choice, yeah. yeah. I have a PlayStation. And the recent, I mean, that there's a new WWE game that just came out. I think there is. But the one that me and Dustin played, fuck, fuck, we had a good time. Yeah, man, it was a silly fun time. From what I understand, from what I understand, the the two K twenty three version is supposed to have, like improve upon it. But like, I don't know. That's like one of those games, right? That you just like. Wrestling games are very fun if you just randomly pick them up. Like if they actually work how they should yeah. and they're not <laughs> complete that. messes. Like you can randomly pick one up and be like, yeah, this is just a silly fun time for however long I, you want to play it, right? I would like one time, and I know, like, so kind of funny did this. Um, with with the WWE 2K22, mm-hmm. whatever it's called, um, where they had basically like a fake federation for kind of funny, and it and it pit up their, like their content creators and stuff against each other in like computer matches, and at the same time, while these computer AI matches are going against each other, they're live commenting on it, commentary, <laughs> and it's it's so hilarious. They do the I same. Think they just they do the same thing with Madden. Week. Yeah, oh, did yeah. they? Yeah, they did it with Madden. I know uh, last year too. And it's just yeah, it's, so ridiculous. I think they just did their wrestling <laughs> one this week. It's so okay. funny. Those um, those boys, or the new one those, anyway. Those guys from yeah, the top row over there. It's I, I mean I would say I'm pretty sure, but you know with how Twitter's broken algorithm is working right now, I can't see who's retweeting what. Yes, God, or where it's so coming annoying. from. It's so terrible. like. <laughs> I don't. I'm. But like I thought I saw something from Greg Miller about it or blessing. Um, so I don't know, but, but I think they just did it this week. But yeah, it's it, with every passing week, Twitter is getting more and more broken in terms of like shoving stuff in your face. Yeah. So mm-hmm. great job, bud. I mean, at least they put in the tab that I, I, I only want to see the stuff from people I'm following. Like, yeah, that, you know, I, yeah, I have me. that too, but it fucking switches over to the other one defaults is, with yeah. it. It's so fucking stupid. I don't want to see stuff curated this like for me. I understand that for TikTok, I suppose, you know, it was kind of nice for a little bit, I, I will say. But then like as 
been more and more broken with each and every passing week. Like it's getting more and more annoying to me. And now I just want to con again. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, it, the fun part for me was seeing, uh, before, like, you know, it would say who was like, it would just show you like, so-and-so follows this person. And yeah. there's a lot of people we know who are following some, uh, uh big titty women on Twitter. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know who you are. I've seen it. Respect. Okay, I mean, whatever, go for it. But yeah, man. <laughs> it's funny. It's just funny. You so do, like, yeah. I, like I was scrolling through and it's like there this girl is talking about masturbating and is in a very low cut t shirt and then it's like this person, this person who you know follows this person. I'm like, all right. Hey man, live your life. Cool. <laughs> your secrets are safe with me, I promise. Are they though? Well, and Twitter. Even and Twitter, Twitter whenever uh, yeah. you mm-hmm. <laughs> when it works. <laughs> yeah. For now. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> how we been? I don't know how to follow up anything. <laughs> yeah, well, there's I mean, really it... no segue from that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to segue from big breasted <clears throat> Twitter women to what have we been up to? <laughs> <laughs> Silently judging people I know about who they're following on Twitter. Um, you know, I have been uh mainly just working and uh Mm -hmm. as soon as i'm done working i am just laying down (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that man there's nothing wrong with that it's been stressful at work so that lately i hear you uh now i've been i've been reading okay more playing Mm -hmm. and playing breath of the wild uh the regulators from stephen king i think i might have brought it up before but if i didn't Reading Regulators from Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you listen really to Regulators while reading Regulators? <laughs> no, I can't do both at the same time. Mount up. It was a clear black night. Clear black night. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. No, that's about all I got. <laughs> uh, might be all outward, allowed, anyway. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what we just talking about that last night of, like, playing games to kind of just, like zone out in a way and he like like so he's in the middle of playing the witcher and the newest game i have that i haven't played for like a week though but it has been hogwarts mm-hmm. and when i want to play those games i want to you know be like in the mode and, and pay yep. attention and stuff but then if i'm trying to you know calm my mind down that's you know the best phrase i could say i don't want to have to pl- i want to play a game i could just not have to think about just do um whatever and and that has the that game on switch has been um the first fantasy star and now the fourth one i'm replaying and i know those games like almost like the back of my hand you know i just play mm-hmm. it and it's been nice yeah how's how's uh but hogwarts has been good still i know you haven't played it in yeah a little yeah bit, it's but. it's it's like it's really good like it really is good and like the casting, the like the combos, the enemies, like mm. it's it's fun. Like it really is. So I mean, if you're if you're like the if you're like into a fantasy RPG, like like Dustin was talking about the Witch last night, and I'm like, man, yeah, you'll you'll love Hogwarts for sure because yeah. it it does a lot of things very very well in my opinion. How's how's the open world aspect of it also being in Hogwarts? Like how does that work with also 
going to school and taking classes like I, I'm pretty sure, like I heard that, like going to school and taking classes, like that's just like a mission. Yeah, it's kind of just like a small quest line. You're not like actually like sitting in attending class, class and, right? Yeah, like you are technically, but um, in the in the amount I've played, I just recently, and this is probably this is probably can tell how far in the game I am, which is not very far. I just like got to fly a broom, you know, oh, in, yeah, in, in the most know. recent times I played, and um. Once you get that, you know the the world. Obviously, you know you can you could you could technically explore as soon as you get out of the castle and go everywhere. I think, but it's very far to do that stuff. You know, if you can't fly, <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, you can basically fly around and there's fast travel points and um, like small little challenges and and stuff around. Like when you're flying your balloon, you can like there's these bl- when you're flying your broom, there's balloons in the air that you can pop, and it's like a challenge you know to do pop yeah. the balloons in that area but how how big is the open world i mean i think it's pretty big you and know it's just surrounding hogwarts well there's hogwarts is obviously and then there's hogsmeade which is the this town yeah. the main town yeah. i don't know harry potter that well um and then there's also like small little towns surrounding it and like open areas swamp there's a place called the forbidden forest i think it's called and you are correct. Okay, thanks. I'm like I'm like I'm I'm, I'm trying to remember it. Um, that is correct. And there's cool correct. enemies that you fight, and I, I got I got murked by a spider that scared the oh, shit. poop out of me. <clears throat> oh, so Jeff's not getting the game. But uh, and there's just like there's just cool enemies as, as you fight. And I got the, in the in the one of the last times I played, I I found a fighting arena that I don't think I was supposed to find or or try that early. <laughs> This um, early? Yeah. I beat it because I found a way to cheese it, but that shit was hard. Okay. So that's that's gonna be my next question. Like, how difficult is it? Man, when you fight some enemies that like, because some of them will have like magic shields, and you have to use a certain spell to break those shields, and then you can do combos and stuff like sure. that. Like when you're fighting like three of those dudes at once, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of tough. You can get overwhelmed. Taking three guys okay. on at once is on. It's always a challenge. Right. In my experience, For some people. Uh, so I've heard. I mean, I, I wouldn't. Well, I got powerful arms, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. to go to keep on with the fantasy theme here, how's how's The Witcher been? How's The Witcher? Witcher, the Witcher three has been very good. Um, like you said, you, once you get to is that Novigrad? Novigrad. Yeah. Um, going through all of that, do like, um, finding Dandelion. Saving Dandelion, doing Dandelions, then <laughs> side mission uh, where you hold the play. And you know what I mean? Like you're, you're helping Priscilla. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? I believe so. It's been a little bit. Of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember some of these very specific things. Like essentially I'll tell you right now, I'm back in Kaer Morin um, with Yen for the okay. first time. Okay. Um, so like we are – I helped her – I uh, I just had to help somebody hunt down a fork tail. I'm helping her with some like the lenses right now. Um, <clears throat> there's the ugly the the is that Uma? There's like the ugly the ugly uh, little thing that I saved from the Baron again. I brought him I back. Think so? Yeah, like because I don't know how early this is in the game. It still feels like I'm still mm. fairly early, right? Um, at least I guess in terms of yes and no how much of the game there is but i've i've been to skellig 
Okay. Um, Novigrad, I'm back at Care Morin, um, doing a bunch of side things. I'm trying to, like you said, flesh out some of that stuff. Like Dijkstra, I did all of his side mm-hmm. mission stuff, helped him. I'm, tr- I'm really trying to lean into that stuff um, before jumping into the main quest and continuing on. I know there's some stuff I got to go back and do, but I'm, in, I'm very much enjoying it. it. It's nice that once it starts to open up and... You know, you, you start to hear a little bit like when they start and it's basically like, just go find Siri. And you're like, OK, like. All right. I'm Upon. hoping that I'm hoping I'm going to find her soon. Yeah. And it's like, no, <laughs> you're really not. But then like the jump back and forth between like seeing like her with Dandelion and you're running around, like starting to piece together some of the shit that she's doing. See, mm-hmm. Finally seeing some of the wild hunt and having to fight them off. Um, before I think the last part she got teleported away and I, no, she got knocked out and put it in a boat and mm-hmm. then he was some, some dude with a mask is now sailing away with her in a little rowboat. And I was like, what the fuck is happening in this game? Um, it goes but dude, I'm, dude, I am, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. it, it That's where it's up. I get told needing, like, yeah, there's you just gotta get out of that. Yeah. I truly feel gotta get out of that initial area. Once you yeah. get out of that first area with, uh, yeah. Baron or whatever the dude's name is, like mm-hmm. I truly thought that part for the most part was boring. And then once I got out of that, I was like, I felt like a whole new world. I'm like, this is a, this is what I'm talking I agree. about. <laughs> I agree. Like, like it just felt like the area itself was a little boring. The Baron stuff was quite intriguing because of <laughs> the stuff you get into, but um, his whole situation. <laughs> yeah, that part's intriguing, but like yeah, once you get past that and you start to actually get out into the world and I'm like jumping back and forth between major set pieces and towns and cities and um having to go to the world map and like literally jump around a bit. Um it's really nice. It's getting to see, like I I I already started to romance Triss though. I'm uh, I'm I'm pushing back Yennefer. I'm like get out of mm. here. I don't, I don't mm. need you. I'm going with Triss. Um I'm gonna go that route. You're gonna miss out on something. Am I? Not really. But okay. Okay. (laughs) I was like, well, shit. They've alluded to Um, a a unicorn. They did. There was one in. There was one in a room. Yeah. And he's like, oh, looks like she fixed it or whatever. My favorite part is about Yen in the game in Witcher Three specifically is you. you're helping out somebody or you're hunting down somebody. I forget how the, how you get to this person's house. Mm-hmm. Um, or I think it's over a couple different houses. You find people who have uh, a key to her room <laughs> just randomly. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's a common item. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> Always like that. Like that. Well, meme. well, when Witcher was first out, like that was that like meme was like everywhere for a while. Dude. Mm-hmm. Well, so the most re- one of the most recent things I did is I, I went back to Karamoran, right? She's bossing a bunch of people around. She's mm-hmm. obviously not happy with me because she threw the bed out because mm-hmm. something about a bunch of red hair being on there from Triss. Yeah. And I didn't, I did not choose the option to be like, I'm sorry, you're right, you whatever. I was on a I was, break. Yeah, I was basically like, <laughs> hey, man. You need to relax. Like, exactly. I like, we weren't amnesia. together. So she teleported me, like, 100 feet yeah. above the water, like, yeah. 500 meters away. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to ride all it's the good, way back. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. And I was like, 
So she was like, are you ready to apologize? I was like, fuck no. I'm doubling down on this. Fuck you. Call your bluff. So that's where we're at. I, that's the last, like, that's basically where I left off. <laughs> but, I mean, I think main quest-wise, you're probably around half. It kind of feel. It, I mean, I guess I could feel that. I'm like level, um, I'm in the 20s. I'm like 24, 25. I don't, yeah. what is, I don't even feel know about what the right? max level you can get in Witcher is. Is it I, I mean, say sixty, but I could be. I off. mean, the the recommended level for where I'm at, like difficulty wise, is like level nineteen because I keep doing the side stuff, and I'm I'm right. you know no. I'm, I'm like leveling up past. That's how that's how I did yeah, it too. Yeah. And honest and honestly, it it helps. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, dude. Some I, of the late game stuff is uh, <laughs> a little bullshit, I think, and being high level is you won't just die bro exactly i was just gonna say like some of the things like early on where i was like trying to survive purely mm-hmm. you remember how i was like man i don't have a lot of food i'm constantly getting hit like yep. i'm eating mm-hmm. raw meat no dude now i've got food for days i've got potions yep. like yeah. there's some fights i get into that i can just but i can handle very easily upgraded you find potions. the right legendary sword Oh, I do have. I have like a. I have some legendary silver sword that I found. I've got three runes stocked in it right now. I'm okay. Um, also, have you followed Chris's advice? <laughs> don't what Chris? What'd you say? Don't make the same mistake I did when I played The Witcher, where I didn't know you could upgrade. Was it? Is it called Swallow? Mm-hmm. The healing potion. I had no idea you could upgrade that to a better one, so I was using the base ass version of that for the whole game, and I'm like, this is useless in the later game. I don't. I just need to get. I, I was really good at fighting by the end of the game because I'm like, wow, healing's pointless. So I, 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 on, I haven't, one. I haven't started crafting that one yet, and I have, I haven't even looked into it. No, you should really do. You should. Do I that. should, but because I just like keep so much food, and then if like I need ASAP. to like, if I need to, okay. <laughs> oh shit! So there's some stuff coming. Good to know. Um, <laughs> not that know. like if you're over leveled it won't be as bad but it'll just be nice to Prepare not have yourself. to use 80 yeah. po- like healing potions to get to full health okay good <laughs> call you can just good. upgrade it and take one <laughs> yeah dude like right now um i yeah i'm so over leveled that i'm like and i like i said i'm i'm leaning into i've got some decent combat abilities but then i also after what you said adam the last episode i started really investing ard. in ard mm-hmm. and very quickly i was just like these are not the droids you're looking for like yep. i could just whoop. Yep. um so i did two levels of that um of that tree essentially mm-hmm. um and i'm starting to lean in like i said into some of the toxicity potions there you go i want i want to i want to get those eyes and, jet black yeah like hey man like i said it's in the show it's in the book it's the only element of this rpg that is unique i would be i mean it'd be boring if i just was like oh, i'm just gonna do fighting i'm like well yep. i can do that in any fucking rpg and that's the other thing with like, what's with the leveling potions? up yeah past where you're you know the recommended stuff mm-hmm. like fighting becomes pretty not challenging at all and you can just plow through people yeah which is fun on its in its own merit but you know like the most of that game where it really shines is with the dialogue and yes. the and the potions yes. the witcher witchering the witcher stuff correct um so like you know fight yeah go having really easy fights never really bothered me because that wasn't what i was necessarily playing the game for yeah dude i was fighting some werewolf and uh i was gonna try to no, the I, one in the underground cave. Yes, I think I did yeah. end up freeing him. Did you? Okay. Yes, is what I decided to do. I, 
I was trying to find the fucking key for so long that I almost was just like, you know what, bro? I'm just going to kill you. I'm just going to murder you. <laughs> I'm just going to murder you. Fuck you. But then I ended up finding it, and I was like, all right, I should I should see how far this goes, I guess. I think I um, ended up killing him. Yeah. You, the werewolf? Yeah, I think so. I think I one did. of the first I think one I of the too. first times I fought him, I ended up like popping one of those like thunderbolt potions or whatever because I wanted yeah. to like boost my attack by like thirty five percent or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> fuck it, I'm gonna hit this guy. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. And then he showed up multiple times as I was trying yeah. to find that fucking key. So I was like, yeah. you know what? I don't know how many more times I want to fight you, but <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it was like four times. Um, I mean, but I ended up saving them. I, I still think so. they did like the combat in Witcher as far as like the fantasy sword play and stuff. I think I don't know if there's been better that I've seen. Um, um, I mean, well, I mean, as it, far as far as like how it feels to be like po- that powerful as a Witcher mm-hmm. and the fighting and the two swords and like it's, I always thought it just felt pretty smooth. The two swords. I mean, a lot of the I think a lot of that credit goes to how they um, chose to do the animations for swordplay. Oh, I sure. I can see like, that. It's fun. It mm-hmm. feels pretty fluid. It feels fluid. It's, I mean, I, I think there's, I mean, several games I can think of, like Sekiro and um, Ghost of Tsushima probably have better combat mechanics, but like, you know, for what that game was, definitely. I mean, I was flat out just going to say like, um, god of war ragnarok i like being able to switch back and forth between all those weapons and like all your abilities in like a combo attack as your but i see what you're saying chris like it being that this game isn't like a brand new game Mm -hmm. it feels very good for what the fighting mechanic is yeah Um, yeah i think that's probably better um point to what i was saying like you know yeah Yeah. like a god of war or now Sekiro is not fair to compare <laughs> i feel <laughs> like yes that combat is very precise and if you can master it you're freaking amazing is that like see C- is it like sifu with sekiro like you mm. it's once you master it it's like you can in that aspect i'd say yes i mean i haven't played sifu but i mean right i think um you can compare it that way sure okay Ghost of Tsushima, while it does have great combat and the standoff system is very good, um, it's definitely Assassin's Creed-esque yes. with the stealth. But when you do have to fight, in a, it's, it's it's pretty damn good. Parrying. Yeah. Fi- yeah, dude. It feels very good. If you can get like a combo going. like You, you get into a rhythm with one of those games, it feels very cool. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, but that, I agree. I agree. That's how Witcher feels as well. Like if you can get into a groove where I'm fighting a group and I'm having to, you know, not necessarily finish off in a guy before I'm parrying and then attacking, you know, defending. On, like it does feel very cool to like dodge out of the way, parry, fucking come back, hit him with the sign. You know, mm-hmm. it is very fun to get into like a flow of that game. Um, you can also get very overrun very quickly oh yeah <laughs> like oh shit uh there i didn't even have time you got to get fluid on you and then all of a sudden you dead. just hold he- you just start heavy attacking everybody and then wounds <sighs> and heads start I mean, coming off yeah and, literally know. when there's six dudes around you things get heavy and heads just start flying Dawson was talking about finishing <laughs> off on a guy yeah yeah Try to finish this one, guy. That guy is in the back waiting. That's what. what, I mean, I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, "Come on, man! Come on, man! You're basically. Are we not? I thought we were. Are are we not phrasing? Phrasing? Oh, 
My bad. That we. <laughs> Title this episode. Are we well, not? I mean, I'm glad. I'm you know as 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 always uh, being said by me lately. I'm really glad you're getting more yeah. into it. And yeah. Well, branching out too because I know I know that's what we had just talked about. Um, like just again at the beginning of the episode, we we're talking about just like playing those games that you just zone out. But you know, mm-hmm. this is, I know this has been a game that's been on your list, you know, for a long time, and and I we me and Adam knew you'd love it. But yeah. it's like just getting to that point, and I, I, I didn't want to, you know, set anything up where like I didn't want to go right away and tell you like, yeah, the, the first part until you get to Novigrad is terrible. I, I thought it was terrible, honestly. Like mm-hmm. I had to super power through the, that that whole area. I hated it. Um, but I didn't want yeah, I didn't want to put that in your mind. Sure. You know. And same thing with me. You know, I've said I don't know how many times on our, this show where I was like getting through White Orchard was yep. a chore. <laughs> It is. Well, once you, you know, you just got to push through. And it's the same yep. like, you know, I was shouting that Andor is one of the best things on television yep. at the time for weeks <laughs> and months. Just got to get through you the guys first, would like it. Just got to get through the first two, <laughs> three episodes. And I promise it is. And that's true. Why do I like it, Andor? Yeah, I dude. just wait. I wanted to wait till it was just done at that point. Like, that yeah, makes crazy sense. pills. Yeah. I mean, once, once Katie and I got into it and we got past those three and we were hooked, it was like, no, I... Now I have to. Um, yeah. Some compelling stuff here. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> but no, uh, I'm excited. It, it is one of those things, right? Like, I still have those moments, like you guys are saying. Like, sometimes work is just so stressful. You just kind of want to come home and, well, I guess I work from home. But, like, you, you basically want to, <laughs> like, just zone out. You don't want to have to I moved mentally... to a separate part of my office. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I moved to a different part of the house. Um, and then, you know, you just... So that that that's the only thing that like I think holds me back from playing more of The Witcher is like I don't know some days you just I need to I need to not have to pay attention as much because I want to pay attention as hard as I want to for The Witcher because of all those dialogue options and and all of the ramifications of some choices that I'm sure are coming um you want to give it the full attention right at least on the first playthrough so yeah. Again, once once you're done with that game, I'll see if I can find it for you. But look up how uh, Hutch finished the game, okay, and how, and how disappointed he was in himself. <laughs> okay, okay. But I'm already like, because like he just I said, streamlined it. Yeah, and I'm and like I said, I'm taking your advice. Where it's like, okay, I run into Dijkstra, I do a couple things for him, then it's like, oh, here's the main quest, keep going. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna go back over. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do all of his stuff. Then I'm gonna do all of Dandelion stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna do all that stuff. I'm gonna hunt some monsters. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop at a random guy in a corner and be like, what do, what do you look, what do you need? And you're like, oh, you just need me to go into this Get cave and do this. Mutant. Yeah, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna go help you real quick. Um. I'm gonna Would try you like to, to play a hand of Gwent. Yeah, no, like, fuck. That's the stuff that I'm like, no. <laughs> well, and like I, I, I know people love those type of things in games, like sure, like Pazak, in you know the Knights of the Republic, and Gwent, and you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah. but that's that shit has yeah. never interested me ever. Right. Like I'm like I don't know. I don't want to play this game. Like even in 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 uh, Forbidden West, what did the, that's what was that game? Strike. Yeah. I. I did it just because it was a quest, and I'm like, well, I'm never going to do this again because yep. I didn't. I, I for- don't find it fun. I forget what it's called, but there is a, a mini game within Cult of the Lamb that is fun as hell. Yeah, yeah, the the dice, the, the dice. dice one. Yeah, that one's fun, and yeah. I and I convinced those freaking AI cheat. 
in the hardest. I watched Misty <laughs> beat the hardest one. She got a trophy for beating the hardest like opponent. Was difficult. Oof. Yeah, God, I, it was cool though. That's a fun game. We played game. it like in real life because like we could do this. And yeah, like, <laughs> we have enough dice in this household. We could replicate this. Yeah, it's a good time. That is true. There are there are some that like that, but like with a game like that. I think that adds to the game, whereas, like, I'm not saying Gwent doesn't add to Witcher 3 or some of those other mm-hmm. ones. It's just, like, you can, uh, you know, can if you beat the right people, uh, you can get some cool shit. Sure. I, I already that's know not, that I... That's not I, Gwent cards, like, I already know that I, stuff. I, I missed out on the, the Baron. I, I know I heard His that he, if you beat him in a Gwent game, he gives you something cool, but... He gives you a card. Oh, okay. It's a legendary card. Like, you're not... Oh, it, well. But, like, you can get swords and armor. Yeah. Unlock it. It's, it's worth it sometimes in that game. But I also really just like Gwent in, in general. Sure. Because it's like I, a puzzle. Sure. It, yeah. And, and, like, I don't I don't mind. Like, I know for a bit there I got, I got really into um, some of those card deck building games. But, like... I don't know. I with a game like this, I like to Chris's point. Like, I just I kind of want to just adventure. I want to I want a mm-hmm. Witcher, right? Like, I yeah, want yeah. to do those things instead of playing a. Well, card and game. I and I appreciate you know, like Adam, you like Gwent. I love mm-hmm. that. You know, that is something that in those games that is that you like and can do and don't feel like it's a chore. For me, I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to play Gwent. <laughs> yeah, I get it too, hundred percent. It was. Um, and there's only like a handful, like not even a handful of people who are like you can get yeah. some cool shit. Yeah. Uh, it was just once I learned that you could unlock some stuff that would be helpful in the game, I was like, all right, but that's how, that's how I got into it. <clears throat> sure, sure. Through that route. Um, but I yeah, think it'd I, be I think it'd be a fun thing to play like on a on a subsequent playthrough of the game where it's like I'm in no 100%. hurry. I'm just 100%. like living in the world. I can play Gwent games as I yeah. Um, but I think right now I'm like I'm just really focusing on the story, some of the side stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm just in the world, right? I'm just trying to live in it. But um, when's Very season fun. three of that coming out? I don't know. Do we have? I a never date? watched season two. I watched like the first episode. I think actually, I never. Mm-hmm. Okay. Season two was season two was good. It was um, good. Obviously, not nearly as good as season one. Like, agreed. There's definitely a lot of episodes where I was just like, meh, why? Yeah, but <laughs> it's still pretty good. I don't know. I thought it was later this year, but I guess I'm I'm not thinking of an ex- an exact date, so I could be. I don't think I, I don't think there actually has been one. Like now, I'm thinking hmm. about it. Uh, but yeah, like you know, I'm expecting it to. Based on how stuff is played out with Henry Cavill, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not expecting it to be my favorite season, but it could be. Uh, but I think after what we have just gone through with the last of us television show that uh the bar has been set very high for adaptations um and we won't go into spoilers or anything in case you haven't finished it or you know i mean the game we could go into spoilers but because that's the thing it's a whole new audience now that you know might not even Mm -hmm. be aware that it's a well they're i think they're aware it's a video game but they're not they they probably won't play it um right I mean, and we went into great length of the first episode when spoilers, but like went out, you know, went out of our way to be like, okay, just if you don't want spoilers, skip to this part yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the podcast. Uh, and I don't think we feel like doing all that kind of editing again. So no, um, no, no thanks personally, but <laughs> no, Chris? the, uh, as far as adaptations of 
video games go, that is that sets the bar. Is, this that is, is the, the bar. this is the highest <clears throat> we've really gotten, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, Sonic does pretty well, truthfully. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in that regards. Um, but as far as like a full on adaptation, I think it does it perfectly because it's not shot for shot. And I don't think we want shot for shot. You think, and I know we talked about this kind of before on other things, you think you want shot for shot, but you don't, you really don't really want it. You know, I, I would think if it was like 20 episodes and it was shot for shot, I'd be like, well, okay, this is kind of boring a little bit, uh. Yeah. You know? He's crouching around and he's looking for loot to yeah. craft. Like in, in the same upgrade his holster. In the same vein, if they did a, if they did an Uncharted series, and I know that the, the movie, like I don't need to see them killing a, a battalion of men and mowing down thirty guys <laughs> yeah. with a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan Drake murdered a lot of people. He's um, a war criminal. Yeah. No, I agree because it's like. Because, like, to your point, like, Sonic Sonic is just the character, right? But that's not, like, a video game story, right? Like, that's um, just the characters, and they're setting, they're telling their own story. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. Well, it's, so it's, just, it's a story. It's, it's definitely, it's not like a retelling of Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Right. You know, but, but they, they, right, stay, they, stay I mean. true, they stay true to the character <laughs> Sonic. Exactly. Like, they have the characters, they have the villains, they stay true to that, but they're really telling their own story just with those characters. Yeah. And there is a little bit of precedence with Sonic because of the animated show Correct. from yes. the 90s. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's faithful to what Sonic is, which mm-hmm. is kind of the whole point of adapting something. But Correct. I mean, like, as, uh, with The Last of Us, it's a whole different kind of thing right. it's, because it's, it's telling a, the story. The, the narrative is, is what... Mm-hmm. At least most of the people who we know who really like it love the story, uh, and that has not really been done well, well <laughs> a whole lot. It's been heralded as like the video game story, like the video game story to combat, uh, or that can be held in the same regard as movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's a lot of people probably out there uh, that are. Mo- like movie critics or, or or you know movie fans and things like that are, are like there's no way a video game story could match up to Shawshank well, Redemption mean, or you know when whatever it was, when it was announced you know I was very hesitant yeah because it's like uh, like there were, you know outside of maybe a couple things like especially with something that you really cherish like i do those characters like i was like please let it be good yes <laughs> thing and you know obviously when you have uh the creator of the games uh, as a co-creator of the adaptation that'll help well and i think that's uh, the biggest part truthfully is that neil Druckmann was heavily involved that and with his other co-creator craig mazin who is mm-hmm. was a diehard fan of the story and the games like that's a that's a good combination, especially when Craig Mazin also wrote Chernobyl. Yeah, dude knows how to tell his story. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, it's one thing to be a diehard fan, and I'm you know, Uwe Boll, let's say, um, of yeah. video games, but it's another thing that you can uh, curate that kind of story mm-hmm. a- and work alongside, you know, the creator, um, you know, of the of the video game, and not 
I'm assuming at least based on how they're inter- I've seen with their interactions and stuff, like not let ego get in the way, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and uh, so, like, when you have that as the start, obviously that's uh, it's a good setup for how it's gonna how it's gonna go. Um, you cast some actors who people relatively like, even if they've only seen them in one or two things, and but who absolutely wanted to um, get the roles right based on what we've seen in the games like that also helps yeah. you know it's it's it was just a perfect storm of good i remember on, yeah. honestly when i had seen that pedro pascal was cast as joel i did question like really him as I, joel? I was wondering yeah same thing with bella ramsey yeah same. bella ramsey i could i at least uh, saw it in a way yeah mm-hmm. um but the only part i knew bella ramsey in was game of thrones you know exactly and pedro like yeah. you know we had game of thrones obviously that's where i was introduced to pa- daddy pascal and you know, you had the Mandalorian, um, and then Kingsman Two, which I think his acting in Kingsman great Two in was so good. And Narco, I mean, I don't know if you guys watched Narcos. But I like, didn't watch when good. he was in it. No. Okay, he's really good in it. Um, but I was, I did question it because, like, you, you know, you, you, as the video game lover of the of the of the first game and in the second game, uh, I, I seeing Pedro. And then, like my who I thought Joel was, I'm like, I don't see it. Fucking see it now. It only took yeah. one episode to be like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like the moment I saw him as younger Joel when Sarah was there. I was like, oh, he's no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're we'll be fine. This <laughs> bro, yeah. hey, we're fine. we're good. This is Joel. We're cool. Yeah, and some of the lines that <clears throat> uh, he says in the in the in the series compared to what it said in the video game like troy breaker who did the voice of joel uh in the last of us he has he's so he's so fucking talented man and mm-hmm. how he delivers those lines Extremely. like i know i've said it before <laughs> but that's the scene uh, and like you know, to bo- have both ellie and joel talk in that bedroom mocap and voice actors um you know praise mm-hmm. pedro pascal and bella ramsey like you know yeah it's a it was it was it was um there's a lot of care. Yeah. It put into it and changing, not necessarily changing things from the game, uh, but, you know, adding more layers to the narrative of fleshing out um, side stories and, or um, them as people. Yeah. Um, like, you, it's top notch. And if you, you said ha- you're going to, you were saying you were going to go back and play it again, right, yes. Adam? I, I intend to. I'm, I'm uh, curious what you how you're gonna feel now after the show because like now it feels like I know the show and the and the game are different but it almost feels like you know like when you get to the Bill and Frank part it's like I don't get to meet Frank but like I feel like he's been more flushed out like I understand Frank more. Well, absolutely. Or are you gonna are you gonna like oh they're two separate entities? I I think they're two separate at yeah. least you know before I play the game again. Sure. Um, I feel like they're two separate things just because of how different in the game, how different in the game yeah. Frank meets his end. <laughs> yeah. And Bill's and their relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the so like, well, it's very, di- it's extremely different yeah. parallel, you know, opposite sides of whatever spectrum that's on. And uh, so in my head right now, they're very different, but we'll see after I play the game. Well, And, yeah, and, and right? we had talked about it before we started recording and I won't go into specifics just in case it's, you know, people think it's a spoiler, but like, the things hinted at in the game are not hinted at in the series. Like they are like, nope, that's 
that's what it is. So here's here's what happened. Yeah. Yep. And that, and that's it makes true. it even more powerful. Like it's like oh my gosh. Yeah. Again, I I would highly recommend to anyone who was a fan of the show to listen to the official podcast that HBO puts out. Um, that's hosted by Troy Baker and has uh, both the co-creators Craig Mason and Neil Druckmann on. Um, a lot of insight into stuff, and they go into good detail of why they made some changes to some things. Yeah. Um, the thought then, process behind it all. Yeah, exactly. And just a peek behind the curtain kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, within the last, uh, the final episode for the first season's podcast, like they also have Ashley Johnson, who voiced a mocapped Ellie on there and everything. And it's, um, it's a, it's good stuff. It, and, uh, and if you've never I'm, done it either, I know I can't remember. It was it was between the first game and the second game had come out, but the vo- the voice actors and the mocap um, actors had done a retelling of some scenes from the game in like yep. a theater. Like it was, I believe, at a San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, it was something, something like, like that, that. Yeah, and it, or maybe there was a tour. I forget. Yeah, I can't they remember like exactly re-enacted. why, but like they yeah they reacted some powerful oh, scenes shit. and it's it's damn good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Because uh, they've... I mean, obviously they are those characters, but like they they care just as much as, you know, some of us do about those characters too. So it's it's all it's all great. Like, <laughs> um, I'm going into the Borderlands movie with high expectations on probably shouldn't be that high for a <laughs> Borderlands movie. Yeah. Uh, but it does give me... It does give... Like, with how good this show was and the how the quality of everything... Uh, I am more hopeful for the well, God of War show. Yeah, the God of War show, the Fallout show as well. I'm a huge I hope I mean Fallout show's already been I think shot a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. so like we'll see. I but like, you know. But with the Borderlands I, movie as an example, but like who's involved with that? Eli Roth's involved with that and it's more like, okay, I'm more going to give this a a chance. than if it's some and and the fact that the Borderlands people are involved too. Now yeah. Randy Pitchford's a he's a he's a person. <laughs> he's a magic man. But uh <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like it's it makes me hopeful for um adaptations in the future. Yeah. And uh, and the keyword possi- there and possibly Oh god. the keyword there's adaptation. Yeah. That, and, and it doesn't have to be a video game adaptation, it could be a book adaptation. It mm-hmm. honestly makes me a little more hopeful for season 4 of The Witcher. <laughs> Cuz like well, now you're delusional. Not, I, a little. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, people have been very vocal about how they felt about season two. Um, I felt... Because the quality wasn't nearly as good. I felt this way, truthfully, ever... You know, in, in a lot of things, a lot of, like, critics and stuff before something comes out. The earliest that I can remember is Heath Ledger as the Joker. Like, mm-hmm. he was so dogged on as the cast of the Joker. Because he was Heath Ledger. And the only real thing that people know him as is the angsty man about you. from 10 things i hate about <laughs> yeah. you right yeah. so yeah um <clears throat> but he crushed it Great movie he that is oh god yeah hailed as like one of the best comic book adaptations of the joker right you know in in, in live action and and it's the same when Ben Affleck got cast as Batman, dunked on hated robert on. fuck robert, robert pattinson, pattinson. Getting... yeah same thing and i'm like guys you you Man, it's not that they just go and see this person like, "Hey, we want you to be Batman." Here you go. Like that's it's a pretty extensive process 
You know? It's not Chris Pratt as being voice of Mario. Okay, hey, it's a me, okay. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Still gotta see it. <laughs> that is true. I, to be fair, the movie looks great. That is true. I'm excited to see the movie. Exactly. I, in my recent experience, hearing hearing feedback on certain movies does give you like a certain perspective going into it. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm just gonna <clears throat> just gonna go in and see how it is, rather than judge it before even, you know. Well, it looks to Adam's point, it looks gorgeous like yes um yeah and you know and I, like, it's gonna be good i i have no doubt in my mind it's gonna be good because of how heavily nintendo is on it you know and they're very mm-hmm. very protective of their ips they really are so it, it he's so cool Josh. <laughs> sorry every time <laughs> i still i know i it, it just that just reminds me of the kind of funny like live reaction to the trailer and then like oh i chris haven't watched Pr- that chris pratt being shown and then like blessing like almost throwing his headset down like why 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then it's, he was all funny. of us in that moment yeah <laughs> um I, I think a one thing that is coming out soon that granted we've only seen a brief two minutes of a teaser uh but the ninja turtles movie that is coming yeah. out later this year um i feel just and just based on the teaser like it feels like there is a level of care going into that movie from someone who um grew up either reading the comics or playing the games mm-hmm. uh and c- compared to what we have gotten the last couple adaptations of teenage mutant Ninja turtles um these aren't nightmare fuel yeah. uh looking turtles they look like what you would think of as a teenage mutant ninja turtle if you watched the animated series in the 90s yeah man um and you know it's being executively produced by seth rogan who is a huge fan of of that ip so like you know i well, think it's gonna be good and it's also it's that's also a dangerous territory i think it's gonna be good too same for the same reasons adam you said but it's like I go back to, you know, I know I said it jokingly, but, like, Uwe Boll, also a huge yeah. fan of video game IPs. <laughs> a lot of different weird Weird IPs, of course, that are very specific, but... Did we need a Blood Rain movie? I movie? don't think so. <laughs> but, like, that's that. That's always the fear I have of somebody who's a super fan, you know, doing an adaptation. It's like, oh, but is it going to be good, you know? You got to hope. And, you got to hope. Um, and, but I think, to your point, it gives us more hope for the future of these kind of things, you know? Yes. Um, I mean, I guess at fallout, I know that's already mainly been shot, but Walton Goggins is in that. And boy, I love and that man. I, I will. I'm, I want to, I hope it's good. I, it's such yeah. a, it's um, such an interesting universe, you know, it is. And it, 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 and I think it can do really well. And I just hope it, it, it I hope it does, the, does the justice of like the story, but also the, the zany ass shit. That goes yeah. On. Yeah. <laughs> that and like i mean and you look you hope there like and then you look at what ryan reynolds has done with deadpool yeah um same deal like there's a level of care that's being put into it um despite whatever the content is surrounding the character yeah. <laughs> or characters uh putting taking the soul of whatever um the ip is and putting it into a performance is gonna do good things probably yeah. so um and like on the same kind of level of uh people who really care about like kind of video games and stuff like that uh yesterday we unfortunately lost a fucking gem of a human being lance reddick 
who was in several video, you know, most recently the mm-hmm. Horizon series, uh, and yep. obviously our Commanders of All and Destiny, mm-hmm. um, which I I still don't like Commanders of All. He's annoying, but you know. uh, he got he got much better later <laughs> on in the game for sure. But he, uh, he, he was did. kind of that stubborn ass uh, guy. But yeah, I mean that and that's somebody who also, you know, not only you know did these powerful performances you know um he crushed a silence in horizon like yeah he did um and obviously it was sharon and uh john wick um yep, yep. the hotel manager hotel manager uh lieutenant daniels who, who well, probably a lot of people are, are it's probably his most from the wire most popular it's, role i would say maybe yeah it's definitely more popular than his i mean he wasn't he was in so many uh, pretty much the whole thing of the wire where but like oz was a big i think mm-hmm. his like yeah. big jump um but that he was only in like a handful of episodes of oz yeah. compared to the whole thing of the wire but, but he goddamn right he voiced Zavala, and I don't, I don't i don't know if you guys knew this but he also heavily played the game yeah yeah he was you a know? huge nerd and ah yep. oh, loved it and if you follow him and on social media, he, like his videos, he would do like small clips. Always yeah. crack me up because. Uh, and then also his his funnier die at Toys R Us skit, yeah. like that's always <laughs> going to be fantastic to to watch. The Eric the Eric Andre yes skit yes. is so yes. <laughs> the, the look the so look of crazy. actual fear in Eric Andre's face <laughs> is. Uh, well, and like he hits his fuck, like uh, he's on the show earlier as Lance Reddick, and he just hits his desk and he's like, "You need a new one," and just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think there's going to be anybody that listens to our podcast or that we know that's going to be like, "Oh, I, how are you going to feel sad for somebody you don't even know him?" Man, and, and, you know there's this. It's a valid point, but like there's just some there are some celebrities who like I'd never meet, never actually interact with in any kind of thing, but like he's been in so many different pieces of media that i've consumed yeah it's like um, you don't you don't know him but like he's been impactful in in the media that you've participated in and and, and, and consumed and um mm-hmm. you know like i said his social media is always funny to me and i you know i liked it and the things that he said um in the same vein that i, I said this yesterday to some of my friends that you know don't don't talk to me when Paul McCartney get, dies, guys. I'm probably going to be very upset <laughs> that day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just a handful, like, you know, because of whatever experience that you have with mm-hmm. that yeah. person um, and whatever they're in or have done, you know, there's there's some that you care a little, you find yourself caring a little more than you thought you would. And he if, and, and as far as Destiny goes, he's the one of the OG3 uh, voice yeah. actors yeah. And because uh, Gina Torres got replaced at some point. Don't know why. Yep. Obviously, he was the last one. Cade Six died yeah. um, in in Forsaken, um, and he was the last one that was still there. So now, like, who's gonna Keith David? Are you available? Like, mm. can you? Do... <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about people with iconic voices, that is a, that That's is Keith saying. David would fit that bill exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it sucks. He was, I mean, he was only sixty. Yeah. Natural um, causes, like they're it. saying, it's natural causes. I, I mean, and he wasn't going out. He he didn't go to the John Wick Four premiere. Yep. Um. So like, I'm assuming he has been sick for a while, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah that's my yeah. That's my guess. And they, you know, it and like kind of like Chadwick Boseman. That's, that's you came to my mind as well. Just quietly. You know? It's super unfortunate. Extremely. 
but um you know at least we do have what we have so i mean he's gonna live on forever and in that regard and you don't know what voice acting he did you know for destiny or or anything you know that work that's already been done because maybe he knew like maybe he did like a like a bruce willis you know who you know just did all like worked like crazy because he maybe was aware that his time was limited um I know he's still like. There's a handful of things he's still that's coming out still in the next couple of years yeah. that he's going to be in. Yeah. Um. There's a John Wick spinoff that he's still playing the hotel manager in. Looks like there's there someone's redoing White Men Can't Jump. Apparently, yeah, he's what? Yeah. Uh, Jack Harlow's in it. Which, if you don't know who Jack Harlow is, that's okay. Uh, but I like that guy. I like that <laughs> he's kid. funny. Like I, I think he's just like just funny and goofy. He did a really good job on SNL. He did, yeah. Um, uh, what else? There's another Percy Jackson thing coming out that he's in. So I mean, we'll still be seeing him for the next couple of years in some form, and who and whatever else he's recorded. They, prior, if he did, they'll so. do something. Destiny, like honestly, like and, and I sent that's the, what I hope. I sent the picture to you guys, but last night I got on. Um, for a little bit was doing some stuff was kind of just like afk but i went in and then i got one of my emotes out that's just yep. like me putting the sword in front of him and there was two people in the corner doing mm-hmm. like a cool emote as well and it's just like man and like a lot a, of destiny players are yeah. flocking back to the tower yep. it's coming back in there's droves and reddit and stuff. <clears throat> hey, tribute yeah i mean even i yesterday i was like i almost installed it <laughs> same I, I thought about it just to do that um yeah i hope they do something for him in destiny I, I, they they have I, to. I, but. yeah. I, there's definitely going to be some sort of tribute to him. Maybe it's time to bring back Cade. <laughs> well, Cade has a, hey, Cade has like a memorial on the tower. I think I think he's gone, gone. You know, at this point. Um, Wait for Destiny three. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Cade seven. <laughs> Cade six point nine. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like Cade eleven. He's like, yeah, the other iterations didn't fare well. So this is the yeah, one. they just kept. Breaking. All these ideas are free, Bungie, but you know, yep. shout us out. Um, so yeah, I mean, Rip, mm-hmm. Lance Reddick, again, it, it just seemed like a gem of a fucking human being. Yeah, absolutely. Seriously, will be missed. Um, and I mean, not to kind of end on a dour note, but do you? Uh, how you guys feeling? Think it's time? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So. With that said, we're going to roll into Twit, 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 Tweet Corner. That's my best Lance Reddick impression. Guardians. Go on. Eyes up, Guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first one comes from Kmo at KatieDoodles8. Howdy at CGY Podcast. Who are your top three celebrities you'd want to get high with? In, in parentheses, bonus if the list doesn't include Snoop or Willie Nelson, because obviously they are on the list. LOLs. Hashtag Tweet Corner. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Hamill. We well, Ooh. we were we were just talking about him earlier. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I think he'd be great. I feel like <laughs> it's almost cheating on the level of having Snoop or Willie Nelson in your list. But Seth Rogen. Seth. Yeah. See, I thought about him too. Right. I think he's also on that Mount Rushmore of <laughs> Snoop Willie. You know. Uh. So Seth Rogen for sure. Um. Bill Hader. Oh God. What about Doug Benson? Doug Benson. <laughs> I, yeah. 
that'd be good too. Uh, for me, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they're they're a combined duo, you know, so they're one entry, but Rhett and Link. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keanu. I think you just be so quiet. <laughs> hey man, sometimes that's all you need. The McElroy brothers would be hilarious. Um, and this is only a, you know if it's legal in your area, obviously. So I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna say for my list, I'm gonna do Rhett and Link, John Favreau. Mm. He's very he's a very nerd person. I would like to you know I think he'd have some interesting things to talk about for sure. Hmm. I'm also gonna... Raul Coley. Oh. Ooh. That's that's, that's my that's list. That's a good one. That is a very good list. I'm gonna leave Seth Rogen off mine because I feel like it is <laughs> a Snooper Willie Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um. Drew Barrymore. There you go. Uh. Timothy Oliphant. Oh, oh fuck. Uh, and then I also feel uh, this one's also cheating, so I'm not going to do it, but Mitch Hedberg. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. dude. Yeah. Uh, pancake more Timothy elephant. And then, Oh, um, Tom Petty. Ooh, that's good. It's a good list. I'll uh, I'll do Pedro Pascal, Sam Rockwell. Oh, oh. man, that is nice, a really nice good golf. one. That's a really <laughs> like good that? one. Like that? <laughs> and then uh, Meryl Streep, just somebody Ooh. like Meryl Streep, where you're just like, I just want to talk to you. You know, just she's about fun. everything, dude. <laughs> you know, she's probably just, like one of those sweet grandmothers, but like. Oh my god. She's been around a long time. Dude. I mean and I'm not calling her old by any no. means, but I mean, you know, she's seen a lot of stuff and been yeah. and done a lot of stuff. I, that'd yeah. be fun. That's that's why I kinda went with Drew Barrymore. That was a good choice. That you saying her is what I was like, oh fuck, that's oh, and then I like Meryl Streep's name just popped right in my head and I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. But yeah. Good Reach out to us guys. We'll we'll do it. It's legal yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Thank you for your question. Mm-hmm. So our question. our super fan Jeff allegedly got really mad at us and uh, <laughs> accused us of refusing to answer these questions. In our defense, because we talked about this before we started recording, we thought you were just proving that you did use. <laughs> this is from a couple months ago yeah, or a month ago that I wasn't crazy. That Dustin wasn't crazy. We thought you were just proving it, and then you messaged mm-hmm. us on March seventh and said, "Why do you refuse to answer these questions?" Um, <laughs> And I'm not, so, so you're, we're, wel- you're welcome. I put this in for and you. And we're guys. still refusing to answer these questions, actually. Yeah, what if we just said, but we're acknowledging it? <laughs> we're just acknowledging that we're refusing it. Um, but no, we'll, we'll answer. We'll answer them. Uh, would you rather be able to talk to animals or speak all human languages fluently? Speak all human languages fluently. Yeah, yeah. I think so, because that'd be a freaking flex. So there is a I mean, show that I can't, I don't know if I brought it up. I think it was, I watched it after our last recording um, called Extraordinary on Hulu. Okay. It's basically. Is that the Chris Hemsworth? 
No, this is um, everyone in the world has superpowers when or gets a superpower after you turn eighteen. Okay. Uh, and except for the main character who is in her mid twenties and still hasn't gotten a power. Um, so it's, but it's a comedy. So it's like the boys without all the stress. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Very well. But but... One person in the show is a veterinarian and his super, because of superpowers, he can talk to animals and like some of the stuff you hear from the animals is like, I don't want to hear what you're going through. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i'm choosing all human languages um, but also go watch extraordinary it's really funny oh that sounds good only one season so far okay i mean being able to talk all human languages is a flex i agree but being able to talk to animals would also be a pretty solid flex <laughs> oh for sure but i agree like just just for sake of usability and how it would benefit me as a human being being able to understand everybody fluently would be fan fucking tastic make a lot of money in careers <laughs> well yeah you'd have such a high job skill like set you yeah. know yeah yeah and is it just speak language like would i be able to read it as well it just says speak this, i don't know if you could read speak. it yeah. yeah well that would speak that kind of suck but you can tell them that you can't read it but you can speak it <clears throat> wow, you man, you could understand all languages. No, no, I could speak all languages. It's a big difference. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to read it. <laughs> I can play the guitar, but I can't read sheet music well, or whatever. Well, <laughs> it's basically well, that. How did you learn it? <laughs> I don't know. I answered a <laughs> would, you, would you rather question, and I got it. I don't know. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, would you rather have the ability to teleport anywhere or be able to read minds? Teleport. Teleport. teleport right. I don't teleport. probably want to know what most people are thinking. No. And I, I don't much care for flying, really. So being able to just be there when I want to be there is pretty fucking cool. What if it was like the the Huey and the boys teleporting like like naked? <laughs> There's logistics. <laughs> you can plan for that. I feel. <clears throat> yeah, teleport, teleport for sure. Uh, would you rather have the head of size of a tennis ball or watermelon? <laughs> I basically have the size of a watermelon right now. So. I've got a big head, man. So, watermelon. Tennis ball would be funny because it just reminds me of Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> but, yeah, watermelon for me. Yeah, I mean, I guess how big is that watermelon? Um, watermelon, for sure. Watermelon size. So, this is the point where Jeff really asked it to ask something even more uh, absurd question. Uh and then the chat uh, GPT said, okay, here's an even more absurd would you rather. Would you rather be attacked by one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Of course this came up. Of yeah, course. Of course it did. It's the classic. It's like the trolley. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 100 duck-sized horses. Yeah. Cause I, could, I think I could take them on. You know how terrifying a horse-sized duck would be? Either way, it's terrifying. It's like an ostrich Dude. almost. I don't know, a hundred of them over after a minute you're just getting overwhelmed. Um It's like a World War Z. Fuck man. <laughs> One horse sized duck though, man, those things fly, so you can't really get away from it. It's huge. But it's a duck and ducks are generally peaceful. Now this was like yeah. if this was a horse sized Canadian goose, no no no. <laughs> But, I mean, it does say, would you rather be attacked by? So, I mean, in this case, it is already attacking you. It's aggressive. 
either way this is gonna suck <laughs> get get it over with I, mean, I want the one horse size duck yeah i'm with you on that one just kill me quick kill get ripped apart you're gonna tear that thing apart what are you talking about you're strong you're crafty and then this is the point where Jeff asked for it to be more absurd, and then we got hit with the, all right, here's an extremely absurd would you rather question, and then it stops, to be continued, apparently. And then cut it off. Then it cut it off, bro. So it's kind of like the the meme from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where it's roundabout playing, to be continued. Yeah. So, Jeff, what are the what was that question? I mean, it could be it. it could be one of the, the subsequent ones. Yes, I'm going to guess that it's... I'm going to say it's probably this this one. Would you rather... Only be able to play video games with a tiny screen the size of a postage stamp or have to shout all of your in-game commands at the top of your lungs. Uh, I'm Jeff, allegedly, I'd allegedly, Jeff. Um, Unfortunately, I'd probably do the in-game commands at the top of my lungs. Listen, as someone who is a veteran of the SOCOM 2 series, if either of you remember that for PlayStation 2, where it came with a headset that you could give commands to your ai counterparts in the in the story Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. and it never worked and you had to basically shout into the mic i'm already used to this (laughs) Uh, i'm going i'm going with that i've lived this already um oh boy both of these options suck jeffrey um yeah, I mean, shouting it, I guess. Eventually, my my reasoning for that one is eventually your voice is just going to give out and you're just going to be screaming nothing into the air. So, Sweet nothings, maybe. Will it continue to follow your commands even though you're unable to speak? But I already wear glasses because I can't see. So. Right. I was like, <laughs> I'm already wearing glasses, dude. Don't do this to me. Don't put it on that tiny. Well, and then with games these days, with like the UI and stuff, there's no way. Right. There's no way. Uh, and then one last question from Jeff Allegedly at Allegedly Jeff. At CG Web Podcast, you find a wallet with $1,000 in it. What do you find in the wallet that makes you keep the money? Hashtag Tweet Corner. A picture of my ID in, in signifying that it's my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, a note. Hey, Dustin, this is for you. A Trump 2024 card. <laughs> I don't know. Then you take uh, it to donate to like some. <laughs> their customized credit card is uh, has the Packers logo on it. Yeah. Oh boy. White Sox <laughs> logo on it maybe too. It's Chris's wallet. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that right. Hey. There. What? What? Hey. Hey no. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need that thousand. Um, I love all those answers. Ad- address um, says uh, sixty nine Cool Street. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It'd have to be pretty something, something like pretty heinous, um, for me to just straight up keep a thousand dollars. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm gonna return that. Wait, Hitler's alive? <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be a pretty like crap. Like obviously that they're a terrible person. Mm. I mean, there's some thing like yeah. <laughs> If it's so obviously they're that a terrible of a person, I'm taking the wallet to the police or something. It, it had to have like a note that says, I am donating this $1,000 to this place, and it's a terrible organization. It's like, okay, well, right. now you're donating to my pocket. Thank you. 
Uh, it'd have to be J.K. Rowling's <laughs> uh, wallet talking about some sort of anti-trans bullshit. And then I'd be like, you know what? You're fine. I'm going to donate this $1,000. You're good without $1,000. The exact You'll be opposite. Okay. Like, I wouldn't keep the money. That's the problem. Like, I, oh, I'd I don't keep know, the money. <laughs> I would, I think. No qualms. Yeah. If it was J.K. Rowling, I'd donate it against her. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. Donating it to my pocket. It's my wallet from an, an alternate dimension. My pocket's Yeah, then charity. I'm keeping it. Then it's mine. I'm, it's not stealing. I have my own charity. It's called living. <laughs> um, <and laughs> thank you, guys, for your questions this week. Uh, if you, dear listener, would like to submit your own questions, if you have something that's tickling your brain and think we might be able to answer it in an interesting way, send it, send it to us uh, at CGY Podcast over on Twitter and or Facebook. Just... Ask your question. Use the hashtag Tweet Corner, and we'll read it um, on our next episode. Unless you're Jeff and you're sending us screenshots of AI that are cut off. Um, but if uh, you don't want to send us a question, that's okay. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. We are on pretty much every podcasting host out there, uh, from Podbean to Google's uh, podcast thing, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to it. We're probably you know you listen to podcasts. We're probably there now at this point. Uh, so spread the word. But as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. Uh, and this week's comes from user Crazen14. The person who came up with marriage must have been real clingy. Matt, <laughs> welcome to a, wow. for episode 147 of Come Get Your Podcast. I've been your host, Adam. I've been Dustin. I've been Chris. Eyes up, Guardian. <laughs>